hello, hello to my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. How is everyone doing? Uh, today, I'm going to answer some of your voicemails. And in addition to that, uh, literally whatever pops up. You know me, I'll be random as fuck. <laughs> so um, yeah, get cozy, enjoy. Um, shit, talk about getting cozy. I need to get my water. Um, damn, did you hear that? That's me getting out of the seat. Um, normally, I don't freaking move when I do this. But yeah, I'm all asking y'all to get cozy and I need to get fucking cozy. Man, can't live without water, right? Especially water with lemon. All right, so... Yeah, we're going to do voicemails and any other thing that pops up in my mind. In my mind. All right, here we go. Also, side note, guys. Um, I now have two new classes. Um, as you guys know, I have a psychic development mediumship class. That's for beginners. Um, but now I added two new classes. Um, the first class I added is called strengthening your intuition class. So it's not literally psychic development because my psychic development mediumship class is about like how to do a reading, how to connect to spirit guide, like your spirits, mediumship, whatever, all that stuff. But this is purely about intuition. So if you're like, ah, fuck that psychic shit. I don't need to be a, I don't need to know that. I just want to know how to trust myself in a general sense. Then this is the class for you. Um, we go over in the, uh, strengthening your intuition class, you know, you'll learn like what's your intuition versus your anxiety, locate how intuition feels in your body, go over reasons why you may feel blocked from your intuition. I'll intuitively check in. I'll intuitively, you know, look into what's blocking you as well as you can share. And then we'll go over practical exercises and tools to strengthen your intuition over time. And you'll also receive a free PDF from me that you can keep forever. And in the PDF, I wrote up many, like a couple exercises you can do and intuition tips that you can keep forever. And as well as that class, I added another class, which is called the Clairvoyance Remote Viewing Class. So for anyone out there who is really interested in developing more of a clairvoyant ability and want to learn remote viewing and how to read an aura. It's all in this class. So basically, we'll do exercises to build your clairvoyance and open your third eye. We'll learn the basics of remote viewing. So remote viewing, for example, is projecting your consciousness to any location in this world or in the time-space continuum. So for example, you'll be able to see in your mind's eye a location or a specific ob object that is far away and describe it in detail. You'll also learn to see an aura. We'll go over remote viewing exercises. And honestly, remote viewing can be used for missing person cases or to find missing items or literally just for fun, just to, you know, exercise that gift, you know? So with uh, remote viewing, you need to, you know, it deals with clairvoyance. It's all about seeing. So yeah, it's a whole freaking seeing class. So if anyone's interested, just want to let you guys know some new shit that's been uh, popping off. I was really inspired by spirit. They're like, fucking do it. So I'm like, okay, finally put the classes together after all this fucking time. All right, enough of that. Just had to get it out of the way. Um, as you guys know, I still do my regular, you know, I have a one hour soul session, psychic reading, all that good shit. All right, that's enough business talk. I'm getting annoyed with myself. Let's get to the voicemails. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like too much business gets it like, all right, all right, bitch, come on on with it. You know what I mean? That's how I'm feeling like, all right, all right, all right. I'm done. I'm getting annoyed <laughs> with all this business talk. All right, guys, I really look forward to working with you guys. You know, it's always so much fucking fun. But anyway, let me get it right into the voicemails. Okay, uh, voicemail number one. Hi, um, my name is Anya, and I mean, I just wanted to tell you, first of all, 
I believe we just started listening to your podcast, but there's something that's so comforting about it for me. Um, I guess what I wanted to talk about is my psychic abilities um, that I'm just having trouble tapping in with, and I have multiple voices, and sometimes I'm just unsure what voice to listen to, but I definitely... When, when I look at random people and I meet them, I can just, I can look at them and tell them all about their life. Um, I, I can, I can tell them how their home life was when they were a kid and like what their house looked like. I mean, with different people, it's different connections, I guess. But I know I have psychic abilities, but I'm very new to all this stuff and I'm, I'm feeling kind of discouraged because I could, I put my trust into some people online and I, I really feel like I got scared. I'm, I'm not totally sure. And this is, this is what I need help with, trusting, like, what, what feeling to trust. Because sometimes I have a feeling that I'm anxious about something and I'm like, oh, well, that's just because of something in the past. But then, in the future, I'm like, oh no, that was my intuition. And I, don't know, I was really getting guidance. I want to be able to talk to my spirit guides, but I'm having trouble contacting them. I do think that sometimes they are like a little voice in my head, but I just need someone to talk to because I feel like I'm starting to doubt, but I want to believe so bad. Anyway, that's all. I'm sorry, it's kind of long. I'll probably call you again with a short new question. But this is just... Hi, it's me again. Um, I just remembered. So in, in my last voicemail, I mentioned that um, I felt like I'd been scammed by an online reader. Um, oh, I feel like you can... You could do a video on that, maybe, um, about, like, signs someone isn't legit. Um, or maybe you already have. Again, I'm new to your podcast, but I wanted to ask you, they told me that I have evil spirits following me. And, and honestly, I kind of feel like I do. And I know, certain, like, how to do an egg cleanse or certain cleanses, but... I would just theoretically, if I didn't have evil spirits following me, um, what, how would you get rid of them? Hey, Anya, thank you so freaking much for calling in and like just sharing your energy and your. I don't know. I just really love your energy. I mean, honestly, everyone calls in. I really genuinely enjoy all of your energy. So really, thank you, everyone who calls in. But Anya, thank you so much for being open about your experiences. Um, I want to get to the first thing that stands out. I mean, first of all, everything stands out about you. But the first thing is this. You totally um, got scammed. Um, just to let you know, um, uh, yeah, any kind of psychic that like tells you, oh, you have evil spirits following you. 
oh my God, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like a money grab. It's like they want you, what, so they can cleanse it for you? It's fucking bullshit. So I'm sorry that happened to you, but you mentioned that you kind of believed it, right? So I want to tell you this. Naturally, we go through negative hard times, right? Where maybe if you're going, you had a hard life, you're going through emotional problems. So of course, when some random quote reader comes up to you and says, oh, you have evil spirits. Well, of course there might be a part of you that may believe it because like, well, my life's been kind of shitty lately and it's been shitty for a long time. So I guess they're right, but no, they're not right. It is the human experience to go through the ups and downs. It is normal. And, and no, even if you had the roughest of lives, I don't believe that means you're automatically have evil spirits after you. Okay, so I just wanna let you know, just even reading your energy just off the phone, you don't have evil spirits. So if you're listening to this episode, I just wanna let you know, you're good, you're clear, you're fine. I just know, I can just feel, I know you've been through a lot in your life. I know you have, and I know that this has been a really um, confusing time, but I wanna let you know this. Um, a real reader or you know, intuitive person, psychic, whatever you wanna call it, will never use fear such as that. I mean, can, do evil spirits exist? Yes, they do, that is true. But it is extremely, and Anya, I'm saying this, extremely rare for them to just follow you around forever. It really is. So most, the real good intuitives and psychics do not lead with fear as a way to lure people in. And that's one of the biggest scams is where these little people DM. Y'all ever, guys, give me a fucking amen if any of y'all ever had that DM. Y'all know what I mean? Where it's like, I've been drawn to your energy, um, you have someone or something going on around you. I've been drawn to your energy. There's a spirit nearby that I need to help clear out your energy for you. Like, come on. Anytime, like, number one, guys, and this is not just for you, Anya, it's for anyone listening. This, I'm going to help everyone here. Number one, if a psychic reaches out to you, red fucking flag. <laughs> because you... Usually you have to use your own free will and your own intuition to find the psychic or reader or whatever that's meant for you. You'll just feel drawn to them. A reader or intuitive or psychic should never reach out to a random person and say, oh, I'm feeling this. You know, it's usually the person uses their own free will to come to the reader. So that's red flag number one. Red flag number two is there's a spell on you. There is evil spirits. That's the number red motherfucking flag. So I'm gonna call it a red motherfucking flag from here on out. So red flags all around. So I'm sorry that happened to you. And I know I, I can only assume and imagine like after that experience, you're probably like feeling like, damn, I can't even trust myself if I got myself into this scammer person. Oh my God. But I don't want you to allow this experience to have you second guessing yourself or second guessing your intuitive abilities or your ability to see through people or not. It happens to the best of us, you know? Even I, a couple years ago, not with a reader, obviously, but like... Um, when I first moved to California, I was, I was going to move into this apartment, right? And like when I first moved to California years ago, I was going to move into this apartment, downtown San Diego, and everything was lined up. I was so excited just to turn out I was being duped by some random company that pretended to be the, the, the landlord office or whatever. It was a weird long story, but that was when I first arrived to San Diego in California. And I was like, how did I, you know, I could easily, you know, like I was saying, we can't beat ourselves up. I could have said, how did I not know? Oh my God, you know, it happens. But we learn 
And we learn also, I think when this happens, when we get kind of duped, whether it's by a reader, whether it's by just someone lying and we believe their lies, you know what happens to all of us, it happens to the best of us. And when that does happen, it's not so much you have to beat yourself up about it. It's more so like, hey, I learned a lesson. It's not a reflection of my worth as a person or a reflection of how good, I've, good I am as an intuitive. It just simply shit happens. And I will, and it's all about how we respond. Remember in my last episode, I said, oh, a lot of things in life turn about how we respond to when we're stressed or when we're going through shit, right? And so, um, so yeah, you can't hold all that against yourself. But um, basically, um, you know, if you really did, you asked me how would I get rid of evil spirits? Um, number one, I'm a little different, all right? I, I, I know you're new to the podcast, so you're definitely, oh, and by the way, I just wanna say, I'm, I'm really flattered to hear that my podcast is comforting to you. I always think I'm such a loud ass, you know, so it's really cool to know that uh, you find me comforting. That means a lot to me, seriously. Um, I will always be your comfort whenever you need me. Um, but basically, uh, I'm a different kind of bitch, as we all know. Everyone who's been listening, I do things. I'm a very unconventional person. I, you know, especially as a psychic and intuitive, I know I've been called very unconventional, unconventional very different. So basically to get rid of evil spirits. Um, sure, you can do ritual cleansings. You can do cleansings, rituals, sage. Um, you can even call in the priest, do it the religious way. Evil spirits, devils out, you know, with the holy water and Bibles. You can do whatever you want. I personally like to start inward. You know why? Because I firmly believe that everything is internal. So basically, you want to start with um, number one, vibrational maintenance i talked about this this term this theory i had in like one of my first or a couple first episodes of this podcast years ago and um basically what i mean by vibrational maintenance i mean um making sure that you are you know you're vibrate when i say rate like like okay operating at a consist like like at a like at a vibrational level where for example if something negative happens that you're not allowing the negative experience. Like we have to react and feel and respond to it, but eventually like we can't dwell on it. So basically vibrational maintenance or maintaining a consistent, decent vibration where it's like not succumbing to, um, you know, uh, God, how do I say this? Basically maintain a high vibration when you're feeling good about who you are. You have a good self-esteem. You see things in a positive light. You feel your emotions, you're in touch with your emotions, um, you're able to let go, you know, being able to let go and not hold on, let go of victim mentalities, things like that, that helps build the vibration. And so I think number one is to work on your internal, like healing internal wounds and traumas or things like that. Because what happens is if we're not actively working on, you know, um, becoming, um, what's the word? Like, uh you know, becoming our best, our best self is as long as we're just being who we are in the moment, moment to moment, as long as we're being who we are, that's great. But we also want to, you know, make sure that we're not being weighed down by subconscious wounds from the past and things like that. So my step, my step number one would be always to clear out and really heal and work on core wounds and issues from your past and really learn letting go. You guys know I talk about letting go almost on every other fucking episode. Can't stress the importance of how much you feel, how much you have to let go. Even letting go of your own bullshit, your own mindsets, the mindsets that 
don't get you to where you need to be, you know? So really going back to what I was saying, get rid of evil spirits is one, becoming becoming such a strong force within yourself that it, it repels evil spirits. Okay, so using the religious term of like demons and evil spirits coming at you, you know what repels that is light. You know, just like in the religious in the religion they say, you know, Jesus Jesus is the light, the way, the truth, whatever. Um kind of like that where it's like when you are operating in that light, you know, and remember in like the Bible, like, oh, demons hate the light of Jesus. When they say, you know, the power of Christ compels you, man, I watch a lot of movies, (laughs) y'all. But in all serious though, um, going back to what I was saying is that when you have that inner light, your inner light becomes more bright when you genuinely love who you are, when you're working on clearing out your energy, that you're getting outdoors, you're doing positive things for yourself, you're feeling good about who you are, you're accepting yourself, you're not, you know, you're loving yourself, you're not seeing yourself as like a a failure, things like that. So it builds your inner light and that repels evil spirits. So that's my number one advice. Your natural God-given light repels evil spirits. You must not give in to fear because fear is what also can, you know, it opens up a lot of pathways to, you know, just, and and again, I'm not a firm, and again, I just want to say evil spirits, it's very rare that people have them. It is. Do they exist? Like I said, yes, but they don't just follow us forever. Seriously. Um, Unless you're like a practice Satanist, then yes, you can attract them. But if you're just someone who just had a rough life or going through some shit, that doesn't mean you have evil spirits. That's what I'm just wanted to say here today. Um, also in your other voicemail, you mentioned about your psychic abilities, right? And you're saying that, um, you can tell by looking at someone, what their home life was when they were a kid, what their house looked like. And, um, yeah, I do. Yeah. You definitely have psychic abilities because I can do the, I, I feel the same way since I was younger. I could always tell like, okay, based on their past, they had this wound in their past, you know? So it's a very real psychic thing. So I just want to confirm. Yeah. You definitely have, definitely have the psychic ability. So you know, and, um, you gotta, uh, like, like I said, don't beat yourself up about the people you trust online. You know, it is what it is. It's a learning experience as everything is. Um, so basically you want to, you have trouble connecting to your, your spirit guides. You mentioned that, um, sometimes it's like a little voice in your head, um, cause you're starting to doubt. Well, usually when you start this journey, when the abilities like this start to open up your psychic abilities, naturally it feels, it's going to, you feel that anxiety. You feel scared. It feels like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what this means. I don't know what this, you know, it is a very overwhelming experience. So I just want to also say Anya, it's very normal, like that feeling. So I don't want to make you, so you're not alone. I felt that when I was very, very young, that, that alone feeling and feeling overwhelmed and like you're going crazy. That's what it felt like when I was like, like eight years old, you know, but I just want to say this. Um, you don't have to, like I said, just because outcomes don't go a certain way when you trust someone doesn't mean you have to start doubting yourself. I think at times we base our intuition and our psychic abilities based on like, well, the outcome's bad. That means my intuition's bad. Not necessarily. Okay. So even if the outcome's bad, and I mentioned this before, it could also mean just a learning experience for you. Maybe spirit wanted you to learn how to overcome when things don't go your way and how to still trust yourself despite outcomes not going your way. Because outcomes it's not really a reflection of complete. It's not a complete. Cause remember when you are, um, outcomes are, 
it's so based upon free will, it's ridiculous. So don't beat yourself up about that. But anyway, when it comes to trusting yourself, um, it is a very, and trusting these psychic abilities, right? Um, you know, I think it's because you're so new to this, you just want to work on before even going to like another person outside of yourself. You need to start to develop your relationship with yourself and your abilities. So what does that mean? It means, and again, fear, fear is, is the one thing that makes us not connected to our psychic ability. So the more you minimize the doubt and the fear, the more happier and fulfilled you will feel in your psychic abilities. But also going back to what I was saying about building the connection to yourself. So basically you need to, on this, since you're new to this path, my advice is to really self-validate. You have to validate and tell yourself, I am a psychic. This is real. So basically, when you start to validate it for yourself, even when there's a little logical part in your head that's saying, I don't know if this is real. I don't know if what I'm experiencing. You got to silence that part and keep confirming and, and affirm to yourself that I am a psychic. So basically, when you say the words I am, that's a very powerful statement, right? That's why affirmations work. I am blah, 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 blah. It's a very powerful thing. Your subconscious you know, really clings to it. So anyway, so when you say I am a psychic, I am powerful at what I do. I trust in myself and, and what I feel, see, and do. So when you start to say things like that, Anya, you will start to notice a significant change in your ability to trust yourself. It sounds like you were just kind of like thrown on this path, like spirit just open all your abilities all at once. And so I just want to say, welcome, bitch, welcome. <laughs> welcome to all of us, you know, the psychics of this world. Welcome. You're... You are welcomed in this community and you will be just fine. But I just want to say, you got to take it slow as well. I know that you're receiving a lot of random information from spirits and spirit guides. And if you want to talk to your spirit guides, my advice is to just, um, it's really simple. It's like talking to a friend. You just have to set up the intention. Um, like, you know, intentions are very strong. Like I intend to connect to um, my spirit guide this, blah, 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 for this reason, or I want to get to know you. How about start getting to know your guide? So you can be in a meditative-like state, or like I was saying earlier, when you're in a high vibration, if you're not a good meditator, you can get yourself in a high vibration by listening to music, dancing, whatever. And once you're feeling really good, you set the intention like, okay, I want to connect to you. Um, one of my spirit guides, show me or let me know your personality, what you look like, and just, or share some messages with me. And basically my advice is to always trust the first thing you receive, even if your logical mind tries to talk you out of it. So, and I also have a spirit guide class if you're interested. So, I mean, no rush, you know, it just, and again, not trying to like, don't want to feel like I'm selling you shit, but just want to let you know, like, you know, if you need any kind of assistance, I'm here outside of the podcast. Um, thank you so much for calling in. Really, really great question. Seriously, thank you. I'm sure a lot of people can are also feeling the same way you do. So I think this was really great questions. Thank you so much. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. Here we go. Hey, V, what's up? Uh, I hope you're doing well today. Um, my question is, is everything soul contract or is it some of free will, combination of both? Um, for example, like, would murder be someone else's free will? Or is that that person's time and it just transpired that way? Um, I've heard of, I know different psychics see things differently. Um, I've heard some people say that 
their clients that attempted suicide and didn't succeed because it wasn't their time. And But I'm just curious, like, what does that say about, you know, people that have succeeded with that? Um, yeah, I'm just really curious. Um, so thank you. Oh, my pronouns are they, them. So thank you. Hey, me again. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. Um, when I said everything, I don't mean like every single thing in life. I just meant like all death. So yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. Thanks. Wow, what a what a great freaking question. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, okay, so basically to sum up your question, um you were asking about like, you know, what's a contract is death a contract or is it free will? I think that's basically what you were saying. Um because I remember you saying is murder someone's free will? Or is it, you know, that person's time? It was going to happen anyway. Um, and it's, and you mentioned how, you know, like it's true. Everyone has so many different conflicting opinions on this topic. And I could, you know, I'm just one of many. So I'm just going to share my personal um, intuitive feelings, what I've always channeled over the years. So for example, I do agree that when, when someone has attempted suicide and doesn't succeed, it's true. It really wasn't their time. It is some like, like, I know this may sound nuts, but sometimes, um, you know, uh, can someone exit like, okay, for example, does spirit know when someone's going to like have a failed attempt at suicide? I do feel like the word is yes, but when someone succeeds in suicide, that is not really technically a part of their contract. That's them leaving this earth with their own free will. But sometimes when they quote, have a failed attempt, that was, you know, that literally obviously like, like you, like the other psychic said that you mentioned wasn't a part of their time, but it was also a way for them to learn a lesson and wake up to something that they needed to heal and focus on and work on. So, um, but I wanted to talk about the murder thing because I do have a specific, I've always channeled this about murders in particular for a very long time. So I do feel like um, how we die, there's two things that are guaranteed through soul contracts, the day we're born and the day we freaking leave this planet, including getting murdered. So in my personal intuitive psychic opinion, I do believe um certain murder, not certain, all murders are, can be a part of a soul contract or predestined. Um, literally, like I said, I've always channeled the same information from my guides. The day we're born, the day we leave, those are the two things that are guaranteed in soul contracts. So it would make you think, well, murder seems so random. It doesn't feel like it would be someone, why would, why would they choose to go like that? Because as you know, I'm sure you're aware that before coming to this planet, we do plan out major points of our lives. Like I said, especially our births and deaths. A lot of in between is just free will. So um, for example, actually, let me just give this example. Um, a soul contract, and actually I teach this in my spirit guide class. One of our spirit guides help us with meeting certain people in life. So for example, what's destiny versus free will? Well, what's destined is meeting certain people. For example, Okay, on this date, she's going to meet, you know, like, like, I'm going to use a random, um, random example. So random example, I'm like, why can't I think of an example? Okay, 
for instance, um, if someone was going to meet a, a love interest, right? And let's say this love interest and this person had a lot of past lives together. And let's say they're going to meet on May 17th or whatever. I'm just going to use May 17th. So they're going to meet on May 17th. And so what happens is we are destined to meet certain people in this lifetime, you know, in those little romantic comedy movies. I can't stand rom-coms. Call me a cynic. Call me a Capricorn. I don't care. I think they're cheesy. Well, I laugh at them. But anyway, so I'm going to use a rom-com. So is it destiny that we've met? Technically, yes. Um, but here's where free will kicks in. So destiny is spirit aligning you and that person to be at the at a specific place at a specific at a specific time to meet whether it's in whether it's online or in person whatever the fuck it is you were destined to meet at that specific time what happens after you say hello to that person that is where free will kicks in that is how quick free will kicks in so technically we have a few things that are destined like things like certain jobs will do but how we'll do on the job is up to our free will how we how relationships end or begin for example after you meet the like a, a person of interest and you're like oh i like you right after you shake hands and say hello free will kicks in you have no idea free will determines the outcome you have no idea how things are going to turn turn out so just because things are destined doesn't mean it's going to guarantee a, a good outcome so going back to um so basically i just want to share how destiny and free will work interact with each other um, even certain jobs we get are part of soul contracts and destined and how we interact with coworkers, the friends we meet, all of that things were destined, but how the relationship turns out is up to the free will of you and that other person. It's kind of like if two people are in a romantic relationship, I see this all the time. And if one person isn't working on themselves and the other person's like, I, you know, I'm trying to be patient. I really would love if, if this person would actually just, you know, communicate more or be or be more effect or be more affectionate or x y and z but if that person has deep wounds from their own childhood and past their free will and what they've been through in their life can impact the quality of a romantic relationship so or both people need to work on themselves in a relationship and you know so that's the free will you know we have a choice to choose to help ourselves to better our lives to work on ourselves to help one another etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah i just wanted to mention that's how destiny free will works Every time we meet someone, after we say, hello, how are you doing? Free will takes over and the outcome is based on free will. But the one thing that's not free will is death. So even something as random as you would think, because I, I, I would assume the same thing. Like if I wasn't psychic or, you know, if I wasn't like, if I never actually channeled this information, I would think like, nah, man, someone getting murdered. That's random, especially when they're young and you're like, oh no, they're too young to go. You know what I mean? It's really heartbreaking. It really is. And so it's hard to conceive of the idea that like, man, their soul actually planned to die this early. And hey, there's certain reasons beyond me, beyond all of us of why certain souls choose certain paths, you know? So, but I just want to confirm, I, in my personal opinion, I do believe that death is a part of a soul contract and how we go. So even a murder. So don't, you know, maybe if someone chose murder in this life, maybe it could be whoever murdered them in this current life. Maybe they had some past life weird stuff and 
I don't know. I, I can't even tell you the reasons why. And honestly, I could be wrong because I mean, I don't know. Like you said, every psychic, every intuitive has their own opinion. But this has always been my strong, firm, channeled message from my own guide. So I guess we'll really won't know until we uh, go to heaven and we all figure out all the answers. But this is all the <laughs> this is the answer I got for you today, though. So really great question. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for calling in. You have such a great energy. Thank you so much. Wow, those were some really good questions. Um, hey guys, just letting you guys know, feel free to call in anytime and leave a voicemail. If you're bored at night or you're alone or whatever, and you just wanna talk or whatever, just call up the voicemail. And um, yeah, the number is 928-900-4990. And remember, it is a hotline number, so there is no texting. So I would advise not to text because I would never see it. So. Leave a voicemail and thank you guys for being so open, transparent, and vulnerable. I really, really appreciate it. It's, it's always a lot of fun. So share anything that's on your mind. You have something fun to share, another spiritual experience, whatever questions on your mind. I'm more than happy to help, more than happy to share my opinions. Um, you know what I was thinking, um, you know, the other day, just as a side note from everything, you know, I was thinking about, you know, when you're stressed out and you're scared and you're fearful of something like for example especially something future based so like if you're scared of like oh my god don't know how i'm gonna do this don't know how i'm gonna make it through i don't know what's gonna happen and it's like you know you're going so far into the future and i realize it's like you know i realized i had this message come to me randomly the other night it says if you keep fighting you know we think like oh i gotta i gotta keep thinking these thoughts, I gotta find a way. Uh. So it's like, whatever you're fighting, whether it's internally or something outside of your control, it will continuously fight you back. So it's a lose-lose. So basically, the advice from what I got from one of my guides was, you know, just sit with what confuses you or what saddens you. When they say sit with it, doesn't mean like you have to accept it and it's gonna be the rest of your reality. It's just that if you're overthinking and anxiety hasn't helped you, Maybe it's just time to just be with whatever is upsetting you and allow it to pass. Peace will follow afterwards, you know? Um, you know, and I was just, you know, I'll just really think, you know, we all we really can do is we can do the best we can, we can plan really well, and after that, we just gotta let go. You know, and it's the same thing if you're worried about something in the future, you're worried about money, worried about something, you gotta just do it the best you can in the now moment. You gotta plan well, but you gotta let go because the overthinking anxiety energy ironically pushes, pushes us further away from the solution, from the clarity that we seek. And so you gotta let go. If you can really rest assured in yourself, like, hey, I'm doing the best I can, you gotta reassure yourself that, hey, I'm doing the best I can, I planned the best I could, and you just gotta let go. The overthinking is like, nah, I don't wanna let go because I'm scared. And it's okay to acknowledge that it's okay to say I'm fucking scared because we're all scared of something, you know, like scared of something, you know, the unknown, scared of the future, scared of shit blowing up in our face, you know. Um, you know, we just have to shift our, percep our perception from fear to love, you know? And what happens is everything changes. Like your mentality, how you see things start to change when you start to have a shift in perspective, when you start to say, 
I'm doing great. I'm doing the best I can, even though I'm scared. And when you say that to yourself and when, and then you let go after you'll start to shift from fear to like a, an accepting calmer energy, you know? Um, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of share that. And also, you know, randomly the other day, I literally the other night, actually too, a lot of shit's been popping off, uh, like channeling wise, uh, like at night as most times, right. When we're at night, we're relaxed and that's when the best messages come through right before bed. So it, uh, even for myself, not too long ago, I was laying there and I was like, man, I feel good. Like, why do I feel so good all of a sudden? You know, not saying like, I don't feel good. Bitch, I feel good all the time, but I still have my downtime. Trust me, like these last like two weeks have been heavy and I don't know. And I think a lot of it's from the collective energy, just been heavy in the world. And you know, when you're intuitive or an empath, you can really feel not only the energy from your own personal life, because here's the thing. You're, we're going as empaths, intuitives, or people are just sensitive out here, you know, we already have our own personal life issues that make life heavy, right? And then on top of that, it's a layer of the worldly collective energy where all the issues of society. So it's one, it's like you got your own personal life problems, then boom, you got the heaviness from the world, right? And so with all that heaviness and shit, I just had this overwhelming feeling. Like even though I was like going through, you know, what I was going through last week or two, and this feeling came over me, like literally just a couple days ago, a couple nights ago. And the message from my guides, or one of them, not Zalo. I know I always talk about Zalo. Yes, I do have other spirit guides other than Zalo. <laughs> I know, I just, um, I fucks with them heavy though. I love them. Uh, but I do have a lot of other guides. Um, but like we all fucking do. Um, but one of my other guides told me, you know, the, the purity, you will find purity and your innermost powerful godlike mirror self in the present moment and then I was told God is the feeling of infinite present moments isn't that cool to think about so basically what my guide was telling me if your ass gets back to the present moment you'll be able to access you know whatever you need to at this moment to calm your ass down to feel better and whatever and the feeling of god is just nothing but being completely present i was like damn that's a good one you know i I wrote that one down and um yeah so i just wanted to share that and uh you know god is also love in motion unconditional love emotion so like they say god is love very real very real um anything else i want to share i don't think so oh guys just letting you guys know um one last thing for business um i am today is february 25th saturday i am running a sale so if any guys want to book a class or a reading or whatever um i do have a sale running from now the 25th until monday the 27th it was going to be the 26th sunday but i extended the sale to monday so just letting y'all know All right. um, Look forward to, to connecting with you guys in the future. And until the next episode, peace.